I got great news, guys. Oh! It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 You got it, Yankee sports fans. Cam Stewart, your sports grid news and betting update. You want an edge, cappers? You need to get on the grid. We got a great football game tonight. Should be a lot of fun. NFL Monday Nighter, a battle of AFC West heavyweights from Mexico City in the high altitude. KC versus the LA Chargers. Balls will be flying all over the place. KC now up to five and a half. I've even seen some six on some offshores. Total 52 and a half flat in the game. First half line, KC minus three. Total is 26. And remember, guys, 8 o'clock, Gabe and the gang will be in there for in-game live to get you through this game. Uh, live betting there. We got NBA, college basketball, a couple hockey games in this NFL. So stay tuned, 8 o'clock, in-game live. Matt Nagy still has Mitchell Trubisky's back. He says he's still the number one quarterback. Bears coach insisting that the quarterback's benching had zero to do with his play. Nagy insists it was solely because of injury. Trubisky has a right uh, hip pointer injury with the injury happening on a sack at the end of the second quarter. He was replaced by Chase Daniel before the Bears took field took the field for the final drive versus the Rams. Trubisky, he's been pretty bad all year long. He went just 24-43 and 43 last night, uh, one touchdown, one interception before being removed in the 17-7 loss. The loss was Chicago's fifth in the last six games, and Trubisky, the former number two overall pick, hasn't passed for more than 200 yards in three straight games, and he ranks 33rd of 33 qualifying quarterbacks and yards per pass attempt this season, dead last. Browns coach Freddie Kitchens made his first public comments today since the ugly on-field incident between the Browns and Steelers last week where pass rusher Miles Garrett of Cleveland hit Pittsburgh quarterback Mason Rudolph over the head with a helmet. Garrett has since been suspended indefinitely, but he's appealing his suspension. Kitchens defended the 23-year-old, calling him a great person, and says he will support Garrett through thick and thin and called the incident a horrible lapse of judgment. Still with the Brownies, quarterback Baker Mayfield will be uh, keeping some cash in his wallet. The Cleveland signal caller won't have to pay $12,500 for criticizing officials in Week 5 after his appeal today. He won. Mayfield lambasting the refs over calls and the Browns' 32-28 loss to Seattle on October 23rd. According to reports from the NFL, Baker's words were deemed not strong enough to warrant the fine. The NFL making some schedule changes for Week 13, Sunday, December 1st. Red Hot Oakland and KC, it moves from 1 to 4 to 25 p.m. on CBS. And uh, interesting, Cleveland and Pittsburgh has moved from the 4.25 p.m. slot back to the 1 o'clock start on CBS. NCAA news, Alabama quarterback Tua Tugavoyola has undergone successful hip surgery. Uh, according to the Crimson Tide doctors, he's going to make a full recovery, so he will still have that NFL dream as college season, though over for the year. NBA, the Houston Rockets have waived veteran Ryan Anderson today. Busy night in the NBA, nine games on the schedule. 7 o'clock, Cleveland and New York, Knicks minus 5, 209 and a half. 7.30, Indiana and Brooklyn Nets minus 2, 216. Charlotte at Toronto, Raptors laying 8.5, 215 is your total. At 8, we got Milwaukee minus 8.5 at the Chicago Bulls, 231 is your total. Portland and Houston, Rockets minus seven and a half, 231 and a half, 830. San Antonio at Dallas, Mavericks minus four and a half, 223 and a half, 9 p.m. action. Boston at Phoenix, the Suns, three and a half point favorites, 227 and a half. Mini at Utah, Jazz minus nine and a half, 219. And at 1030, OKC at LA, the Clippers, nine point favorites, 222 is your total. Top 25 NCAA action, half an hour tip. We got Charleston Southern at number three, Michigan State. That's at 630. Sparty. Minus 35 and a half, 142, 7 o'clock. Utah Valley State at number nine, Kentucky Wildcats. Minus 25, 134, 8 o'clock. We got Colgate at 22, Auburn Tigers. Minus 15, 149 and a half, 830. We got Stetson 
at number 10, Ohio State. The Buckeyes are minus 31, 128 and a half is the total. Nine o'clock, UC Irvine at number three, 23, Colorado. Buffaloes minus 11, 136. And UTSA is at number 17, Utah State. Eggers minus 19 and a half. 152. Baseball, Derek Jeter and Jason Giambi, a pair of former Yankees among several players making the debut on the BBWAA Hall of Fame ballot in 2020. Among the 18 players uh, named on their debuts, 14 others are remaining on the open ballot after receiving at least 5% of the overall vote in 2019, so they get to stick around. NHL news, bad news for the Canadians. Star forward Jonathan Drouin, he's going to miss eight weeks after undergoing wrist surgery today, and Paul Byron He's out indefinitely for well, both hurt in the Washington game. The New Jersey Devils, they've waived goaltender Corey Schneider, sending him down to the American Hockey League. Uh, yeah, they called up Louis Domingue. Uh, he'll back up starter Mackenzie Blackwood. Toronto forward Trevor Moore out two more games at least, a shoulder injury. Just two games in the NHL tonight. We got 7 o'clock action. Anaheim at Washington Caps, minus 225, total 6 and 9 o'clock. We got the Kings in Arizona. Coyotes minus 165, five and a half is your total. I'm Cam Stewart. Join me and Gabe Morenci for Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage Radio. He's still at the Meadowlands Sportsbook. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll break down tonight's Thursday nighter. we got NBA action, college basketball action, and NHLs too. So Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage on SportsGrid. It's coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, we're in the level two here. Get on the grid, sports grid. It's up Monday at the track, uh, which means uh, we've got all all the uh, the C, D, E, F, and G tracks on the board. I've never seen this one before, Cam. Uh, turns out it's in New Mexico, Zia Park. Oh yeah, you know, Zia, Zia Park. Park. Zia. Yeah. Zia Park. I used to, I used to play Zia Park at uh, Shoeless. It's uh yeah, one of the, as you said DEF tracks. Yeah, Turf Paradise is okay, but today Northfield's a staple, but Dover Down, Zia Park, you said it. Western Fair in London, Ontario. Yeah, there's some real uh, it's a dog's breakfast on Monday, buddy. You're going to see some uh, real degenerates at the horse book tonight. How about this one? I never heard of this one. Race 1 just starting. It just went off. At uh, Rosecroft. Oh, I don't even Rosecroft. Nope, I know Zia Park. Rosecroft. Rosecroft. I don't know. Let me see yeah, Rosecroft. Rose? <laughs> or is it standard bread or thoroughbred? Rosecroft. It's their trotters. Yeah, they're Rosecroft trotters. Raceway. All right. It is in Oxford, Hill, Maryland. Oh, I thought I said it no, says no. Rosecroft, San Diego. Huh. No, yeah, it's I in, uh, it's oh, yeah, in Maryland. Rosecroft Raceway. Yeah, Fort Washington, Maryland. Wow, there's another one, a Rosecroft in uh, San Diego, but it's not Rosecroft. Way. Yeah, you're right. Maryland. Yeah, I never heard of Rosecroft, Gabe. Uh, it's pretty low grade, I would have to assume. <laughs> yeah, I would idea. say so. <laughs> I would Live say racing so. handle in the entire year, $842,000. Well, Rosecroft <laughs> Raceway, nicknamed the Raceway by the Beltway. For being close to Interstate 495 is a harness racing track in Fort Washington, Maryland. It opened in 1949. Interesting. Let's see some photos. Yeah, this place. Yeah, wow. Kinda- yeah, this is. Well, I don't know if we lived out there. This is probably where our horse would have ran. Oh, no, exactly. <laughs> actually, the, I'm going to their website. It's quite nice, actually. Let's uh, put the brakes on. Road drop might be uh, better than we think. <laughs> Remember, we raced. Look at boxing there, too. I'm looking now. They got oh. boxing matches. Nice. 
That's great. Dining events, boxing, horse. Yeah, they got all sorts of stuff. Live racing. Yeah, yeah. Rosecroft. Rosecroft. Better than uh, we thought. Uh, raceway. Uh, see, a player that we didn't get to on the list uh, here, Larry Walker. I like Larry Walker. Uh, you know, from what I understand, this is Larry Walker's last year of eligibility, which is pretty ridiculous. But so this is serious for Larry Walker, and I, you know, the thing with Larry Walker is he got he's getting screwed over because he played the first half of his career for the most part in Montreal, and he was exactly. damn good. All right, but you know, Montreal sort of got overlooked. Then he went to Colorado, where people would say, well, you know, your stats are inflated because you play in the altitude in Colorado. Exactly. Yet, I can tell you, Ken, he hit 278 on the road. That's a better average of 33 players that are in the Hall of Fame right now. And on the other side, we'll give you some more convincing Larry Walker numbers to get him in. Hell of an arm, too. Great defensive player. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. And that's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. All right, back to live action, fellas. All right, so it's last call for Larry Walker. Last year of eligibility. Um, great article here, Baseball America, uh, by uh, Tracy uh, Ringlesby. Tracy Ringlesby is that guy with the cowboy hat that covers the, it looks like Jim yeah. Ross, he covers the Rockies. I uh, love that guy. Covers Houston the Rockies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, the, the, Rockies. Right, the Rockies. Good call, Gabe. Yeah, I like that yeah. guy. He's good. Good guy. Um... So, yeah, Tracy Rigglesby covers the Rockies, so he's got some good – you know, he watched uh, Larry Walker play quite a bit. Uh, so, Larry Walker's just one of six players in Major League Baseball history who finished with a three-plus uh, hundred batting average, 400-plus uh, on base percentage, 550-plus slugging percentage, 450 or more doubles, 60 or more triples, 350 or more home runs, and 1,250 or more RBIs. The only other five players in baseball history to do this, Stan Musial, Babe Ruth, Jimmy Fox, Ted Williams, and Lou Gehrig. So it's pretty, uh, pretty, yeah, pretty lofty, pretty lofty <laughs> company, right? So exactly. one of just six players. The other five: Stan Musial, Babe Ruth, Jimmy Fox, Ted Williams, and Lou Gehrig. Yeah, all of which Hall of are Hall of Famers. You're right. That's Larry the thing Walker. That you brought you brought it up too, Gabe. It's that defensive th- that Larry Walker was a multiple like he was a gold glover too so not only was he an offensive beast with home run power you don't hear his name and then he like bat like Larry Walker's the real deal man you said it played in Montreal Colorado he still did damage and defensively you're right he had a rocket arm man like Vlad Guerrero like he could throw guys from anywhere in the outfield man he was good I'm with you I, I put Larry Walker in he deserves to be there so Walker Walker compiled nearly 73 wins above replacement, according to BaseballReference.com. The only position players with at least 73, uh, at least 73 WAR who are eligible to Hall of Fame but are not in the Hall of Fame are Barry Bonds, Pete Rose, Bill Dolan, and Lou Whitaker to go wow. along uh, with Larry Walker. Uh, this is what's interesting. Um, all right, he played 17 years. 
10 of the years were um, in Colorado, yet he hit 278 on the road, which is higher than 33 position players that are already in the Hall of Fame uh, right now. Uh, Walker, who was a left-handed hitter, had a career 306 average against left-handed pitchers. Tony Gwynn had a 324 average. Ron Crew 317. Are the only left-handers in the Hall of Fame who hit better than 306 against lefties. Number three on the list, Wade Boggs at 298. Wow. Like if you look, like you you compare this stuff, he's among the the best of all time. Like you know his numbers match up with the greatest hitters. Uh, according to Bill James, the number one comparison for Larry Walker is Hall of Famer Duke Snyder. Uh, number five comparison is Joe DiMaggio. Number six, wow. Johnny Mize. Number 10, Chuck Klein. All Hall of Famers. Uh, Walker was consistent from the start to the career to the end of the career, posting a, a batting average of 301 or better in every month of his career. That's insane. Like, that's, that's like, <laughs> dude, 17 every years. Month. No slumps. Every month of his career, he hit better... 301 or better in every month of a 17-year career. That's insane. That is. That's crazy, man. Get this. He also hit 313 before the All-Star break and 313 after the All-Star break, as far as his average. Seven gold gloves in right field. Yeah. The only people that won more gold uh, gloves that aren't in the Hall of Fame, Barry Bonds, Jim Edmonds, Dwight Evans, and Gary Maddox. Nice company. He's better than all those guys except Barry Bonds. Jim yeah. Edmonds is really good. I, you know, he's right there, too. Uh, Walker, seven-time Gold Glover, five-time All-Star, three-time batting champion, 1997 National League MVP. Those are Hall of Fame-worthy numbers. And this is his last crack at it, and they're saying they don't think he's going to get in. Like, that's the thing. Like, so, like, these guys, these guys, they want to punish. They punish people that were juiced up, and then they punish people that weren't juiced up. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get it. Like, so at this point, like, you know, what's what's the criteria to get into the Hall of Fame? That they were really nice to you? That, yeah, exactly. you know, they Darryl won Baines? six World Series. They had to play for the Yankees. Like, I, I don't really <laughs> yeah. get it. Uh, and Larry Walker like, was a cool dude, too. Like, he came across as like a pretty likable guy like he was cool he was amazing everything you say Gabe like you know what I mean defensively way above average offensively way above average and the thing that shocked me when you were giving me those numbers was consistency stellar consistency over 300 all the time every month that's craziness like I I, I, that's that's instant hall of fame and every category you mentioned he's with the best of the best you're right I, I don't know who he screwed over they're really holding the Coors yeah, angle like against him. They're holding the Coors field yeah. stuff against him, which is not his fault. Yeah, I can't. I cannot believe that he hit over uh, 301 in every month of his every career. Month. That's that's nuts. I mean, a 17 year career. That's craziness. I would put him in almost just for that. That's the the consistency of ba- baseball is the hardest sport too. Guys have hot streaks, cold streaks. To do that all the time, to consistently hit over 300 is unheard of. So, yes. Uh, now the more facts and empirical data you're bringing to the table, it's a shame that this guy's not in the Hall of Fame. And you throw in the defense, 
which is above average, way above <laughs> average. So it makes no sense. He probably pissed off somebody, Gabe. These baseball writers are so vindictive. God, they're brutal. Like, get over it, man. Like, seriously, yeah, it says here. Too bad. Uh, it says in the early years of Larry Walker's time in the Hall of Fame battle, a writer who once covered Walker wrote about how much he enjoyed watching uh, Walker play, but he wasn't a Hall of Famer because he partied and didn't take it seriously enough. A few years later, the writer wanted to talk to Walker. He apologized for what he had written, but the damage had already been done. Walker's on the Hall of Fame bout for the ninth time this year, never passing 35%. He's got to go from 35% to uh, 75%. 70, yeah, 70, yeah, 75, yeah. That's not happening. 75%. No. Not gonna He's, it's not. And like he, was, he even said last week, he was asked, I see, he said, no, I'm not going to pick up 54%, am I? Um, I, 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 I'm not really. Uh, I can get like if he was like right on the cusp and it was a big debate. But it seems like they're like, no, no, no. He's not a Hall of Famer. They're, they don't even want to discuss it, essentially. And that writer can actually go shove it up his ass because it doesn't matter if you party or not. He was so who cares if he partied? Look at the numbers. They're fantastic. So. He managed to party and do his job. If you go out like these hockey guys and do rails and do whatever and show up and have a four-point night in hockey, does it make you any worse of a player? No. You just have a, a, an ability to shake it off, a hangover, ding, ding, ding. You go out there and you do your job. The, the, guy, the guy wrote an article about him partying too much. Who cares? The guy's numbers are amazing. That, guy, that writer's a dick, actually. For, for, that's irresponsible. Like to put give somebody a, a pen and a computer and putting that stuff together for what he's done, Gabe. You know what I mean? The guy's still getting it done. So who Dude, really cares what he does? Who cares? I've seen these guys. I sat in the Major League Baseball press uh, box I'll every be, night uh, for years, Cam. Dicks and uh, they don't. Um, a lot of them, they shouldn't have a vote. Like to be honest, yeah, that's the problem. I agree with you. I agree. They're with you. they're they're only seeing, and especially in the older days, they would see even less. So I used to see it firsthand. I'd be surprised. I'd be find out. Oh yeah, he's got a Hall of Fame vote. She's got a Hall of Fame vote. And I'm like, they barely even watch the game here. I know. Like one of the guys has Hall of Fame vote. He barely shows up. He's here. Like he leaves in the sixth inning. He's having coffee. He's talking to people. Right. It's not like he's soaking every like you know. And a lot of it, I, I, you know, I realized it was the relationship you had with people. And it's just, it's ridiculous. I mean, these people that are voting for the Hall of Fame. Because the problem is, Kim, even if you're, let's say you're a beat writer and stuff. So you have a Hall of Fame vote. You're only seeing your team play every night, Kim. It's true. You're not seeing like the other guys every night in the league. So then you're going off of stats, reputation. Well, he was cool with me when he came to town once a year. You know what I mean? He was all right. Oh, he was a jerk. It really does matter. You brought up Jack Morris. Jack Morris is a great pitcher. Jack Morris is one of the biggest jerks ever to the media for years. So they were like, screw you. Right? Jack Morris suddenly got nice for a couple of years. They put him in. That's the way it works. But I don't know why they're screwing Larry Walker over. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. To a thousand bucks, go to pointsbet.com slash grid and open up a points bet sports wager account. Enter the promo code grid and you get two risk-free bets up to a thousand bucks. In addition to traditional betting, points bet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet by. For example, if you're playing tonight's NFL game and you bet the Chiefs as a road favorites at minus four and a half, well, it's up to five and a half, and they beat the Chargers by seven points, you'll receive seven times your stake. That's pointsbet.com slash grid. Go to the promo code grid and get your two risk-free bets up to a thousand bucks today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for full details. Uh, I think being Canadian, Cam, hurts Walker. That's another good point. He's a Canuck. That's an excellent yeah. point. Yeah. So, uh, he lives yeah, out there. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Canadian. Lives out there in the woods in B.C. You know what I mean? He's a good kid at BC, Maple Ridge kid. You know what I mean? Doesn't live in yep. Dallas. Doesn't, like, suck up to the baseball writers. Yeah. I'm telling you, I think, I think it hurts him. Oh, it hurts him big time. Uh, all right. I, 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 just, I just retweeted something here. It's a quick change of subject here. We get, we'll get some picks, too. I just retweeted this, though. The Memphis Grizzlies just tweeted something out. About an hour, two hours ago they tweeted this. I just see it now. Grizzlies tweet this out. They're like, uh, Saturday, the wait is over. And there's a picture of Ja Morant, and he's wearing a Vancouver Grizzly jersey. So they're wearing, like, the Grizzly jerseys on Saturday, except not just, like, the old Grizzly colors and stuff. It says Vancouver. They are wearing Vancouver Grizzly jerseys. Oh, God, that's so disrespectful. And it's just, yeah. <laughs> Like, why not, like, like, how do you, you like this is incredibly tone deaf. Like, I brought this up. Remember, like, earlier this year, the Nationals did it. I didn't like it. The Nationals did it. They wore Expos gear one day. At least Max Scherzer pitched that day, and he looked good. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, damn, Scherzer looks good in that uniform. But I didn't like it at all. But the thing is, the Nationals... They didn't even really steal the Expos camp. That's why I don't really have a they big left. beef with the Nationals. I don't like them. Exactly. Dude, the, the Expos were like a kid that was neglected and, like, the parents never came back. Major League Baseball owned the team camp for two years, and they told people in Montreal, somebody buy the damn team from us, all right? We don't care who. Like, you know, we'll lend you the money. Like, they were basically like, you, you, all right, what do you got? Like, Cam, seriously. Like, Bud Selig at the time... He was like, if you've got $50 million, man, give me the $50 million and we'll work it out after. All right? It was one of those deals. It wasn't baseball. Like, Bud Selig didn't steal the Expos. Washington didn't steal the Expos. People in Montreal got used to baseball owning them and thinking, ah, they've been saying this for years. Ah, you know what I mean? And whatever. You know what I mean? So, I don't look at the same. Memphis flat out stole the Vancouver Grizzlies. Yes, the NBA screwed the city of Vancouver. 
All right? I love the NBA, but let's call it off for what it is. Yeah. Stern screwed the Pacific Northwest. Just like DeLarry Walker, who's from the Pacific Northwest. Pacific Northwest. They yes. like they screwed Seattle. You're, you're telling that me Seattle was every bit as much of a franchise as Portland was. You guys just think? said suck it, Seattle, right away. Yep. Seattle have a deep tradition. The Supersonics were a hip team. They were a good team. They were a good franchise. Great. And team. then that jerk Call off that owned Starbucks. The guy Al that owned Starbucks yep. couldn't uh Oh, I'm not building an arena, and the NBA right away fleeced them and screwed them. Yep. And went to Oklahoma City, Vancouver, dude. The Vancouver attendance wasn't terrible. They were getting fifteen thousand people a game still, even though they sucked. Vancouver gets more. We're getting more people then than the Brooklyn Nets get now. All right, than the Nets were getting. So, you know, it was a screw job, and and the Grizzlies were terrible. They oh, were terrible. Dead was last, the franchise yeah. like was the franchise solid? No. But that that low life owner that came in, took them to Memphis, and now you're gonna wear their damn jerseys? Like are you I kidding it's me? Disgusting too. Like it's they disgusting. shouldn't be allowed to wear those jerseys. Tony Massenberg was the best player on the Vancouver Grizzlies for years. With the big country era and all that. Mike Bibby, then Bibby came along like he's yeah, but you said it, man. Bottom every single year they were bottom. As for the Seattle Sonics, let's talk about this. You got Ray Allen, Dana Barrows, Tom Chambers, Michael Cage, Sean Kemp, Detlef Shrimp, Gary Payton. Can I go on? They were the deepest team in the damn league back then. You want to talk about history? Those Seattle teams were wicked, Gabe. Wicked. Like, absolutely wicked. Like, there was not a weak link on that team. Anyway, you're right. And you're telling me the only team in the Pacific Northwest is Portland? So what's the closest franchise? Sacramento? You got no Vancouver. You got no Seattle. I'm with you. Memphis, get bent. And there's no Grizzlies in Memphis either. You should change your name. They're in Vancouver. The thing is, yeah, yeah, well, that's, yeah, (laughs) goes without saying. That's another story. Another thing is, too, like I said, the NBA is a pretty smart league. The fact, the fact that they don't have a team in Vancouver now is criminal. I agree. The fact that they don't have a team in Vancouver is asinine. And the fact that an ownership group in Vancouver hasn't, like, run to the NBA right now and said, listen, we have the money. We want a team back. We need a team. Look at the Raptors' success. You know, you look at the Raptors' success. <laughs> they took over the country. Like, it's, it's insane. How it's does insane. Seattle not have an Vancouver, well, because they're getting a hockey team back. They're getting a hockey That's, team. Yeah. But you look at the both. city of Vancouver. It's yeah. rich. They love basketball. Really? It's right, you know what I mean? It's right near California. Like, the weather is nice. Players would want to play there. Weed exactly. is legal. I could go on and on about the pluses of it. Um, you know, so like we read the players poll the other day about NHL players. were asked, would you want to play in, uh, would you want to play in Seattle? And they all said the same thing. Yeah, it's like Vancouver. We like Vancouver. Right? So, like, Vancouver would be a popular place to play even. There's a ton of Asian people in Vancouver and in British Columbia. There's just so much marketing and money that, like, it's just it's asinine that they're not in. I, I tell you, it's crazy. The Montreal Canadiens, and this has gone on. I brought this up in the past, and people, like, sort of, like, think you don't picture it, but... You know, Cam, the Montreal Canadiens have met with Adam Silver like three or four times in the last year and a half. 
Canadians aren't stupid, bro. They see the Raptors. They see the Leafs. For sure they do. They're yeah. like, why don't we have a team in our arena like this? We already have an arena. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And Adam Silver listened to them because he even said, he said, yeah, they're the Montreal Canadiens. Like, this isn't a fly-by-night operation saying we want in, right? The Canadians have kicked the tires on this. I'm saying, like, when there's an international, like, when there's a bigger, like, I'm not saying next city in. My guess is there's NBA basketball in Montreal in 10 years, 15 years type thing. 10, 15 years. You know, whenever they sort of go into, like, a bigger scope. You know what I'm saying? Like, when they really expand, Vegas will be one of the next ones. There'll be a, there'll be a team in Vegas for sure. Well, they're but, gonna have to contract uh, yeah, it's pretty teams. crazy. They got to contract some teams. You can't just keep on adding like, and and Memphis would be one of those teams, right? Like you look you Memphis you look at the attendance joke, there. They, yeah, you think people more care about the Dude, Memphis the Tigers basketball than they care team. about the Grizzlies? Yeah, yeah. Penny Hardaway's a bigger star than anyone on that like NBA team is. Yes. The Memphis Tigers, like they they, they don't even have money for the NBA. Like that's those the stupidest thing ever. Like, dude, courtside tickets at a Memphis game are like 90 bucks. Like, yeah. they can't <laughs> even make money because they can't charge it up because people don't have the money. It's exactly. like pointless being there. I don't want to be a jerk, but it's pointless no, it's true, being though. there. Like, you'll it never is. make money. Even if you won the title, you wouldn't make money. You'll never make money. You're basically, you have this, like, penthouse high-rise in a neighborhood that people can't afford it. So you're selling, you're, you're renting out your place for dirt cheap. Like, you're losing money yep. on this. Like, it's, it's dumb, right? It's just dumb, but... The Memphis Grizzlies are 20... Yeah, we'll get on to it. We got picks tonight. They're 29th out of 30 teams in, in average attendance. Actually, the team in 30th kind of shocks me. Minnesota. And then Atlanta's a 28. Hornets, 27. Pistons, 26. They're like hockey Suns. in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, they, they do. Minnesota likes to end the, the Golden Gophers uh, till the loss this weekend, but yeah, you're let's be real. Correct. The T Wolves are a frustrating team. It, it's like imagine, true. like I've, I'd be fed up with that team too, with Wiggins and Towns and them not yeah. caring. And you know what I mean? It'd be frustrating. Yeah. Like they never change the T Wolves. They never get better. They just the same dudes every year. They just they're showing a little heart this year. I guess it's just people are getting worn out. It's been you know what it is. It's been a long time since the T Wolves have been a playoff team, right? Yeah, you got the Minnesota Wild. The Minnesota Gold Golfers are really good this year. There's other sports there in that town. Twins had a good um, year, and yeah. yeah, the Twins. Like, there's competition. You got to win, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I don't like this Grizzly jersey stuff. But anyways, um, all right, um, let's get into the games uh, tonight. So we got let's uh, we'll get rid of the NHL here. Since only two of them, we'll get into it. Anaheim yeah. Ducks at the Washington Capitals. Capitals are minus two ten. Total is six. Kings at Coyotes. Coyotes minus 170. Total is five and a half. What do you think of the hockey games here? Yeah, the hockey games, you know, I, 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 at first I look at the board and look for a dog, and I can't really find one. Washington's been playing not as good recently. This is a good time to get their act back together against an Anaheim team. Do I want to lay minus 220? No. Uh, it's either minus one and a half or regulation with uh, probably about 40 or 50 cent juice. That's something I would look at. And as for this Coyotes game, Gabe, I like the Coyotes. I know the Kings beat Vegas. Vegas is a train wreck, and I'm going to tell you something here right now, and you can put this on the tape, Yang, and remember and put it in the archives. I'm not sure if the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to make the playoffs in hockey. 
Their problems are so deep and bad. It's an absolute train wreck now, Gabe, losing 6-1 to one to the Pittsburgh Penguins. This is a team that was supposed to be in the 2-3 or three hole for the Stanley Cup. They'll be lucky to make the playoffs. Give me the Arizona Coyotes tonight, parlayed with Washington to plus money. I'm looking at the Coyotes. I like the Coyotes. The Coyotes are flying under the radar. Kings have responded team. with a three, three wins in a row here. Yeah. You know, it's probably the best little run the Kings have been on. I see Arizona, one for 26 on their power play. Wow, in the last eight games. Uh, that's not good. John Fickwick has stopped 74 of 80 shots. If this He's total was six, six and a half, I'd jump on the under here. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. All right, Game Time Decisions continues. Get on the grid, sports grid. I am Arantzi. We're throwing it down uh, here at the uh, the FanDuel uh, Sportsbook, Sports Grid uh, Studios at uh, the Meadowlands. We've got Monday Night Football uh, this evening. The uh, point spread getting out of control right now. Last check at uh, five and a half, and uh, total remains at uh, 52 and a half. Uh, if you're looking at the total here tonight, uh, Kansas City are five and zero to the over in their last five Monday Night Football games. Five and one to the over in game uh, last six game elevens of the year. Chargers are seven one to the over as an underdog versus the Chiefs. When both teams are coming off a loss, uh, we can go on. But Chargers are just um, the Chargers are seven and three to the under on the year. Their offense is inconsistent. Philip Rivers. Phillip Rivers is just not having a very good year. Age is starting to catch up to this guy. They they have had offensive line issues and a lot of injuries. Yet, still, Phillip Rivers, 14 touchdown passes, 10 interceptions on the year. You know, it's very average. Now they're going to have to keep up uh, with a Kansas City team that's playing on Monday Night Football for the first time this year. Think about that, guys. We're into week 11 right now. Yeah. The Kansas City Chiefs have not been on Monday Night Football yet. Yet somehow, Cam, the New York Jets have been on twice. The Redskins have been on twice. The Bears have been on TV. How many times have the Bears been you know on TV, bro? I, I hate to say this, and I know my nickname's The Bear. The Bears should be banned from all primetime games. They're, they're they, always they on TV, everything. the Bears. They're, they're horrible. You hear the update, Mitch Trubisky? The guy, the guy is about 50% passer, Gabe. Out of all 33 quarterbacks that qualify, he has the lowest yards per attempt. Basically can't even get it down the field. They're boring as hell. I like watching their defense. But other than that, it's a, it's a train wreck. You're right. You're putting, like, I don't want to see the Washington Redskins on primetime. I, 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 I don't care. And you're absolutely correct. This is what we should be having. You want to put on a, a team, Oakland, new and improved, put them on. Kansas City, exciting as hell. Those are guys that we can, we can look at right now. You know, Saints, hell, even though the Falcons are having a bad year, they've won a couple games in a row. I'd rather see them than anybody. Like, this is, yeah, you said it. Like, how do these teams get on? Cleveland's been on too much. It's a joke, man. Yeah, you're right. The the Bears, I'm saying ban the Bears. Brutal. The last time, though, the Chiefs were on Monday Night Football, actually, 
Um, he threw uh, six six touchdown passes. Uh-oh. Mahomes did six Come touchdown on. passes. Six. Yeah, it was the Rams game. If you remember, it was that crazy oh, Rams yeah, the game. Crazy the Rams won. Game. That's yeah. Right. What was the score? 55 50? What was it? 55 50? Yeah, 55 50, 51, 50? Yeah, I think you're right. I think there's 100 and something points scored. I think it was close to 100. Yeah, 95? That's a, yeah, that game was nuts. I remember that game. Man, that was wild. That was a wicked, that was one of the best games ever. You like offense? Yeah, that was the best Monday nighter. That was the best Monday nighter. Uh, definitely the best Monday night. A lot of times people talk about best ever in today's day and age, and it yeah. really isn't. But that best actually Monday was nighter. pretty crazy. Yeah, that, that really was. See, that's the first time he's been on Monday Night Football since then. It's insane. But it also makes you think that two and a half touchdown passes isn't so crazy. I plus money. <laughs> he could easily throw for three touchdowns. He came back last week. Mahomes came back from his injury. Uh, he completed a career-high 36 passes, 446 yards, and three touchdowns. Yeah, the guy's just a stat machine. We're going we're gonna to hit. I'm going over the number with his passing yards. It's 318 and a half. Seems like a lot for a quarterback, but like I said, dude, this guy, like, he throws like 400 yards a game, basically. Like, 318 is low, actually, for Mahomes. Hopefully it didn't move. I did a video for FanDuel earlier, and I gave it out at three... Uh, 318 and a half. Let's see what it is now. All right. Do we have Big Card Julio? It's my bad, uh, Yang. Yang told us we had Big Card Julio, and uh, we let him hang in the bullpen here. Hall of Famer. Who, Big Card Julio? Or Mahomes? (laughs) (laughs) Mahomes is going to (laughs) be. Big Card Julio Uh, for his his soccer bets. Soccer bets for sure. He's Hall of Famer. 318. Lichtenstein. Yeah, 318. 318 and a half. All right, do we have Big Card Julio or do we lose him, uh, Yang? Big Card Julio. What's up, Julio? Well, forgive me for the last time I was on, and it didn't mean to cause a big uproar with my Molson comment there, Gabe and Cam. <laughs> no, I was just making the point, Julio, there's a lot of Molson products. It's kind of like there's not just beer called Molson. It's just like a family of like 20 <laughs> Molson beers. It's all good, buddy. We love you. It's no problem. Just beer chat. I know people got fired up when it comes to beer. Molson. Yeah, people got fired. Molson is also. Molson owns by Coors too, right? Molson Coors. They, oh, yeah. they Molson merged. Coors, correct. They yeah, joined exactly. forces. Molson and, uh, and Coors. So it's a uh, Molson Coors now. All right. What do you got for us, uh, Julio? I hope the tour went well in Quebec there, Gabe. Uh, I wanted to ask, I was going to ask you about uh, Mahomes' overprop. Unfortunately, my book has it at 324 and a half. Is that still a decent wow. number to play. My biggest concern yeah. tonight in the Monday night football game, after, after doing some research, I guess the Chiefs decided to stay in Kansas City all week. The Chargers spent the week out in Colorado prepping for a game in awful, awful air conditions, even with the altitude in Mexico City. Any, any cause of concerns there, especially for Kansas City? I, I'd like to go with Kansas City. I'm even thinking about a Kansas City-Washington Capitals cross-sport parlay. Wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that. And, Cam, I'm staying away from uh, the Euros. Uh, It's the final day of the competition. If anything was like today, go with – just blindly go with overs in in every game. A lot of these teams have already locked up spots in uh, the Euro 2020 competition next summer. So, uh, if I I were people, I'd go for goals. And then my last thing, I was at the FanDuel book in uh, Indiana over the weekend, 
crazy that you could in-game parlays. I was able to do a couple of those over the weekend. It was a great book, great options. If people have a fan duel out in their area, I highly, I'd, I'd highly endorse you check it out. Uh, but those are my thoughts, guys. Oh, yeah. I hope you have a good evening. Oh, in-game parlays. That's all people do here. That's, That's all people do here. It's annoying. All, they stand at the window, and, uh, people, yeah, they're like, this game and that game. Like, it's like they take, like, 10 minutes to do it, and then, you That's know. And I wonder. I'm That's like, why does the book let them do this? Because they always lose. That's why I realize. That's because they're making, like, $440 million a month off of these people's parlays. Thanks, Big Card Julio. Always Have a pleasure. Sorry for the wait there, buddy. We'll get, we'll get you out faster next time. My bad. All right, Knicks are playing the Cavs uh, tonight. Last time the Cavs, I don't know what the deal is, dude. Like a couple of things, actually, random thoughts here. Do the Cavs play the freaking Knicks like twice a week, every week? They are. They just play it a couple of times. They always oh, play these teams. Secondly, do the San Francisco 49ers play every game at home? Like do those guys ever go on the road? You notice this, Cam? Like every damn week, it's the Niners at home. Like they, I never see these guys on the road. Yeah, they played Seattle at home. Last game against Arizona, and honest to God, if you got a bad number on that game, that's the biggest pooch job ever. Like, if you got 10, getting a pick six on the last play there, like Arizona oh, yeah, was I had 10, Cam. I had 10. Oh, you, oh, you got, got push, 10 and yeah. a half? What a nightmare. No. Push. Good God. I mean, Let see, me know what's in the account, it. actually, if you can. I wanted to ask actually, you. Let I me know what I got I in there. I checked it. It's very big. Did you make a deposit, or is it just uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 Smart. yeah. I put it in. I was going to go, wow, while well, you were away. I thought you just put $500 on a game and it won or something. I'm like, hey, what is work. it? <laughs> Hold on. Let me check. What do you think uh, it is? Let's play a game. Price is I right. What know. do you think? What do you think? I like to play games. Uh, what do you think, Sid? It's uh, five seventy eight. Incorrect. Higher. And I claimed uh, the $20 bonus for you. So there you go, sir. What you is it? More money. Six, six, six twenty two thirty three. <sighs> Kind of in the middle. I put six. I put six. <laughs> I swear I put. Cap. I put five. And then on the way out, I was passing a shopper's drug mart. I was oh, like, another ah. 150. I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, you're going to need it. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, you know, like, it can't hurt. I was like, I actually made a decision. I was like, if there's a big line, I won't do it. If there's not a line, I'll do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I went back and I was like, "Yeah, give me, give me 150." Um, all right, so I'm right, I'm right there. We're, 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 we're right there. We're, we're in it. So listen, the Knicks are playing the Cavs tonight, and it got ugly. So they played like last Sunday, I think it was, whatever Sunday. I think it was Sunday, and the Cavaliers beat the Knicks 108 to 87. Yeah. All right, so they beat them by 21 points. At MSG. That was after. It was last week. That was after when the Knicks said, oh, the uh, Fisdale's broken the bond with them, and there's all this talk about him getting fired. Exactly. He loses this game tonight. He's done. I agree. He can't lose to the Cavs tonight. And get this. The Cavs have beaten him four straight times. Well, not even with LeBron. Like, they beat him 125-18. They beat him 108-87. And the Knicks are five-and-a-half-point favorites tonight. I'd take Cleveland. There's no way in hell I would lay five and a half. Beeline's doing a nice job with this team. They're four. Uh, they're battling. They're four and eight. You know, they're four and five against the spread in the last nine games. Like the Cleveland will. The Cleveland will compete. There's a lot of pressure on the Knicks tonight. I know there isn't. You'd think, well, how can it be pressure? Fisdale's going to get fired like after the game if they lose tonight. That's my prediction. They don't win this game. Oh, yeah. He's done. But he's like, hanging on by a thread right now. 
He's hanging. Exactly. He, he is hanging on by a thread now. You see the line movement in that game, too? It opened up at Knicks 2. By the time I did my update, Gabe, it was 5. That's crazy. You're telling me that many people well, listen, are Listen, Cam, we've only got two minutes. Blow these. Okay, let's get Sorry, to the Cam. picks. I was going to say, we've got two minutes. This is off the top of my head, and I just looked it up. As a diehard Raptor fan, I know Charlotte always gives us problems for some reason. They do. <laughs> it's one of those deals. And I'm looking now, and it's like, yeah, they do. 113-111, 115-114. It's like, screw off, you hornet. Like, <laughs> you know, it was a different, yep. That was Kemba and stuff. Raptors will win tonight. They're back home. They probably cover, actually. The Raptors have been pretty good uh, doing this. Listen, Houston, man, Harden's averaging 39 freaking points a game, bro. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. I got to give him credit. You got uh, you got the uh, the Pacers at the Nets. I already won a Pacers net game uh, earlier this year, betting on the Pacers. I actually think the Nets beat them tonight. I think the Nets. I don't bet on the Nets a lot this year. I think the Nets win tonight. I think the Nets win. I'm not laying seven and a half with Houston. I'd go over the two thirty one there. Milwaukee and Chicago. Maybe a Raptor or Milwaukee money line parlay. San Antonio and Dallas. Dallas probably win and cover there. Uh, give me Phoenix, man, at home. Is uh, man, they're laying three and a half though. We'll hit that on in game yeah. live. Minnesota and Utah, Oklahoma City and the Clippers. Ooh, Chris Paul goes back again. Uh, except every it's a new team now and everything. Yeah. You know what, Cam? Give me the Brooklyn Nets. Let me see what a parlay pays with the Raptors and 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 Milwaukee. Probably not much, but NFL football tonight, guys. I'm going to lay the five and a half with the uh, with the Chiefs. I'm going to go over the fifty two and a half. I got Mahomes over 318 and a half passing yards. I got Mahomes longest completion over 43 and a half. Austin Eckler over 57 and a half rushing and receiving yards. Long field goal over 46 and a half. And give me the Brooklyn Nets to beat the Pacers tonight, Cam. Your parlay, Toronto Milwaukee is minus 166 on the money line. Hockey tonight. That's not I'm bad. Parlaying. I thought yeah, it would be like minus 198 or something like that. That's good. No, it's minus 166. Washington and Arizona and hockey parlayed plus 132. Arizona and regulation minus a half puck. Got to win in 60 minutes. NFL, San Diego plus 13 over 46 and San Diego plus 13 under 60. I'm middling this uh, game tonight. Field goal over 46 and a half. I like it, Gabe. I also like uh, Eckler. Combined 57 and a half. You're right. I found it on one of my other books. It was 57 and a half, not 61. And uh, Hunter Henry, I got two bets for him. He's minus, uh, so four and a half receptions, minus 160. And I'll do the five and a half receptions at plus 130 as well. May the winners be ours. All right. We'll be back uh, here at 8 o'clock in game live, breaking it all down. Live action, Monday Night Football this evening. You know how we do it. Great job, Yang. Great to be back. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, go do what you got to do in the next hour. We'll see you in uh, 60, uh, 66 minutes. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Here's what you missed on Game Time Decisions. So 
only a Cowboy fan after they win. <laughs> like when they lose, oh, yeah. oh I knew they weren't going to be good. And then Mondays right, after they win, you're wearing There's a Cowboy no shirts. I've got on you. All you Cowboy here. fans are the same. You all, when they lose, you don't call in. I remember when the Cowboys about, would win every Monday. How about them Cowboys? Cowboys. What about Corey? Cowboys lose. They just they disappear. Corey's the same way. Corey's the same way. <laughs> yeah, you get on me last week. I'm too hard on the Cowboys. Now today I'm a bandwagon fan. Weird, Gabe. Yeah, yeah, Make yeah. up your mind which, which kind of guy I am, by the way. By the way, if you want to take a little cruise like of said, the room here, there's plenty of Cowboy memorabilia. I have no problem telling people I'm a Cowboy fan. Hell, my wallet says Dallas Cowboys on them. You got one of those Dallas Cowboys yeah, credit cards? No, no, I've never done that. I've never done that. Uh, Cowboys, Islanders, or Yankees. You oh, you're not a real fan then. Credit card, Gabe. I love those cards. It'd be a hard, hardcore fan. I'll get rejected. does have a Yankee emblem. Get rejected. Checks. So that's pretty hardcore. Yankee. Like your checkbook, your checkbook has a Yankee. Yeah, that's okay. pretty hardcore. Yeah. That, that, you're there you a go. fan. Yeah. There's, there's, there's the checkbook. Do you, have a, do you have a Cowboys? Do you have a Cowboys tattoo? No, I'm afraid of needles, man. I, I I would get the star, yeah. but I, I don't like yeah, needles. You got two at stars all. on your ass, George. One for each cheek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wife would love that. No, one over each nipple, Cam. Yeah, like two three. two stars, <laughs> like right here. That's it. Hey, baby, I'm Kurtz. <laughs> no, not getting a star. Not getting the Yankee emblem. Not getting uh, the Islander oh, thing either. Uh, that, no, no, no one necessarily. I, like I remember. God, I passed too. I'm like, I'm not getting this guy. I remember Eric Cohen telling me that uh, he said Cohen told me he goes, I'm the biggest Bill fan there is. I said, you're not the biggest Bills fan there is. I said, you're a big Bills fan, but you're not a bigger fan than the uh, the Black Elvis or the guy that dresses up like a baker. Oh. <laughs> like, like You're not a bigger Bills fan, fan than that guy. Like, that guy's been there. You know, what? Yeah. But the Lions game. You like the Lions and the Bills. You can't be a big fan of a team if you got a second yeah. team. But like, Poncho Bila, may he rest in peace. He was a Bills fan. Like, that's a Bills fan. Like, you got to be all in. Like, hey, I'm a, I, you know, like I, I, I told him, I said, you're a Bills observer. You're a Bills observer. You observe yeah. the Bills, but you're not like, uh, you know, there's different yeah, levels of fandom. There is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is. Yeah, you're right. Like, if the Lions were good, Cohen would be on that wagon so fast. <laughs> exactly. He loves the Lions when they're when they're winning games, which is rarely. <laughs> I like the Lions. They're our, they're our cousins, but that's it. That's as far as it goes. It's like, hey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> like, yeah. we wish the Lions, we wish the Lions well. Be sure to follow all our social media at FNTSY Sports.